0: Hello and welcome to episode eight of the History Slices podcast. I'm Rachel.
1: And I'm Jacob.
0: And Jacob, you told me last time what we were going to be talking about today, and honestly, I've forgotten. So would you be so kind as to refresh my memory?
1: <laughs> of course. It's, it's been a little while. We're talking about the Dancing Plague of 1518.
0: Okay, we're, Dancing Plague seems to be an oxymoron. Yes, <laughs> we're
1: going. It's a very strains event the less strains if you know about psychology <laughs> uh we're going back to the time of Henry the eighth um, okay. though of course this wasn't in england this was in the holy roman empire which i don't know if you remember the holy roman Empire. i do or, i
0: do yeah. remember that you had to school me on that during that episode <laughs> so yeah yes
1: we're not going into a, like politics like medieval politics or anything like that because that's a bit complicated and uh, irrelevant to the story.
0: Well, my interest has already peaked because he said psychology and I'm thinking plague sounds more medical. So Yeah.
1: Well, okay. there's some overlap I guess you can okay. say, but we'll we'll get into the nitty-gritty of it. This is in a town called Strasbourg. Strasbourg? Yes. Okay. Which um I, of course, at the time was in the Holy Roman Empire. Nowadays, it's in France okay. uh, just because of how the borders, how the borders or change. borders
0: change and things like that. Okay. It yeah. sounds German or Austrian or something sir, like that.
1: Yeah. Like the middle part of Europe. Okay. Um, and
0: so it's just one town. This plague takes place in this one town. Yeah.
1: Well, okay. it's, um. yeah. I think, well, I, I say town. It might have been like more close to a smaller city or something. Okay, yeah. I, don't, I think it's a city now, but at the time I'm not sure. like how big it was. Okay. You know? All right.
0: I'm going to try to refrain from asking questions so you can set the stage. <laughs> no, no, so. no, no.
1: Questions are good. Questions are good. Okay. Um, Cause I don't want to leave you in a dust by accident. and <laughs> you feel be like, dust. I have no idea That's what we're talking about. It's not too
0: hard to do. Actually. Yeah.
1: So it's, so I'm going to ask you a little question here. Maybe you, maybe you know this. Have you ever seen someone yawn and you like instinctively yawn and in response? Totally. And
0: right now I'm fighting a yawn just because you said yawn. Yes. Uh,
1: exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean with um, people take after other people, you know? And that can, I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm not very good at explaining it because there's a lot that I don't really, you know, know about it necessarily. But basically, the idea is that there's a subconscious psychological thing, right? Where people will sometimes take after people who they're around.
0: I think in layman's terms, that's called. Monkey see, monkey do. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> sure. right? we can call it that. Sir, sure. that, that works. But <laughs> I don't know um, what the experts call it, but yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh, this particular topic we're talking about is a case of mass hysteria, basically.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: And throughout history, you know, there's been other cases similar to this. We're going to talk about one at the end of this episode, just as like another example of it that I also think is interesting. But it's a documented recorded thing. And we know this particular event happened because of how much, how many people at the time were leaving like documentation and records that like, this is a thing that's happening. We're not sure exactly on like the numbers of people affected or whatever. I can't the,
0: wait to hear what the thing is. What is the, the dancing like Yeah. yeah, yeah. Me, Can you describe it or am I jumping ahead? Well, we're, we're
1: about to get there. Okay. But what I'm saying is that psychologists think it's related to stress Oh, Um, like if someone or a person or community or whatever is stressed enough that uh, it can manifest in like a physical thing, it's a bit like how if you, like, I don't know if you've ever, this is going to be a weird reference. I don't know if you have you ever heard me talk about the TV show Leeds In?
0: Maybe no, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm vaguely yeah, maybe possibly. Well,
1: basically, um, I
0: listen to you. Really, I do. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. It's fine. I talk about a lot of random stuff that doesn't really relate to each other. But basically, uh, they had a bit. John Hamm, the actor, he was narrating a bit about like different types of delusions and stuff, because that's kind of what the show is about, kind of. Um, and it's a weird show, but he talked a bit about how like if you give someone sugar water and like you color it orange or whatever you know what i mean and you don't tell them what it is but you tell them hey this will make you vomit you know and they believe that that's make kind them of vomit. the
0: placebo effect yeah right? exactly yeah. then
1: they'll probably vomit even though there's nothing that physically sort of caused that uh-huh. reaction it's all your body you know being like well mentally i know this is a thing yeah. so I'm, going, you know
0: so it's almost like the mental understanding of something. It's like a cause and effect thing. If you yeah. have some idea in your head, then it can manifest itself physically.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's all very fascinating. And there's a lot of implications there I'm not going to get into. because yeah, it don't really want is to, interesting though. I don't want to just dive into the weeds because we're not talking about that. But it's kind of like that. Going back to stress, because I feel like I'm a <laughs> little scatterbrain yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Strasbourg in the early 1500s is not a happy time. This was a few generations after the Black Death that hit Europe, the very famous bubonic mm-hmm, plague. Mm-hmm. that I'm sure our audience has heard about. Yeah. The church, or the local branch of the church, I guess, was pretty notoriously corrupt in the sense that they kept a like, dear a bunch of drunkards. They drank a lot of alcohol. Uh they um, hunt out with a lot of prostitutes. You um. know, uh, this was also at a time where like they uh would take money from people, you know, a bit unfairly, you know, stuff like that. Mm, so it's mm, like, there's, I think was a really
0: dark time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Generally being ungodly for a uh, church, uh, taxes were also just really high. Um, um, there's heavy restrictions on where you can hunt and gather and kind of, you know, this, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And finally specifically for Strasbourg, the last couple decades, I have it listed out here was just a string after string of bad stuff happening. Remember, 1518 is when a dancing plague happened. In 1492, they had a really terrible famine. In 1493, there was an outbreak of syphilis. In 1507, a massive hailstorm hit Strasbourg, and accounts say they were like the size of apples, which Uh. could be an exaggeration, I suppose, but still big, you know, for them to say that there was a brief comeback of the bubonic plague in uh 1511 and 1514 respectively oh my gosh and uh finally in 1516 there was a drought so it's oh like there's this gosh. starving plague ridden low quality of life it was a rough part of history yeah. um especially this unfortunate like for
0: almost a couple decades so that's mm-hmm. a lot of endurance there yeah
1: 1517 which is the year before the dancing plague particularly bad because they had hail uh outbreak of smallpox and some leprosy (laughs)
0: oh my gosh
1: right um do you have
0: any idea what the population of that area was at that time um it's okay if you don't i just yeah well
1: i'm trying to think because i know of like the vague idea of how many people are affected so i'm gonna say probably in like the low thousand something like that that's okay. just a, a rough saw in the dark i'm sure someone knows more It's like no it's just you idiot but uh, around okay. that i'm just okay. gonna say yeah. it's it's not too much more than that okay. um, there's also another sickness i don't know if this was ever properly diagnosed um, especially with how illness works you know sometimes these to die off or pop up out of nowhere or not out of nowhere but you know what i mean mm-hmm. and they called it the english sweat Because what it is, is basically, it's it's really gross because you just sweat for days and days. And there were some deaths with that as well. Oh my gosh yeah
0: i've never heard of such a thing
1: Now they're until i was like researching this and i'm like oh geez
0: wow now the, death by sweating yeah <laughs>
1: that's, a, that's a rough that's a rough gig that's yeah. a rough way to go holy cow because there's some awesome deaths you can have not to be morbid but you know yeah, like you can, pretty
0: morbid, but you know what i
1: mean though you can like <laughs> jump in like a river and save a drowning dog or something like that oh and, my you gosh you know i don't know yeah. you know there's more but heroic. Just by, yeah go, <laughs> just i guess in a
0: pool of your own sweat yeah, yeah. um Thanks.
1: Now I should say the um, at the time with the dancing plague, there were no recorded deaths or at the very least no one was saying these people died. These people died. There are some accounts afterwards that said there were deaths. Um, So
0: during the plague, there were no recorded deaths from the plague, from the dancing plague. From the
1: dancing plague. Yes. The people involved also like the amount of people it's not exactly known. The number raises from like 50 to 400, which is a bit of a,
0: of people who are affected,
1: yeah. Basically, what it is is, I, I'm sorry, probably gathered or figured out. Uh, people were just involuntarily dancing. I was going to think it was like yeah.
0: spontaneously spontaneous dancing into the for
1: tank. days on end.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah. Um, it started with a woman. We don't know for sure. And you said
0: fifty to four hundred people. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Right. It started with a woman. We don't know for sure her name, um, because again, records were then weren't what they are now they didn't exactly have like wikipedia or yeah. something like that um some people think her name was frau troffa okay something like that <laughs> um but the uh i, I couldn't find like uh like a like some accounts call her that but some are like random woman you yeah, know yeah. so so at first she started doing it in their grambling the middle of the street at first some people thought oh she's trying to spite her husband or something or you know it's like a like a, a rebellious thing, but she danced until she passed out. When she woke up, she was dancing again.
0: Oh my gosh. So were people able to talk to her during that while she was? Oh
1: yeah. Dancing? We'll get into that, but oh, okay. they were, they were aware they were freaking out. Wow!
0: So she danced, she passed out. She danced some more <laughs> after a
1: few days, like her husband, the band ran out of cut is, cause it's a little graphic. Her feet were bleeding oh. like quite a bit. Oh. Cause she was just like, she just kept going. She just kept going. Yeah. So, Soon more people started to dance and more people, and it just kind of spread like wildfire. that is
0: so odd. Right?
1: Yeah. So it it got bad enough that, like, the authorities took note of it, you know, because it isn't, you know, because there's all these people involuntarily dancing. And, you know, this is at a time, again, where people are really religious, so they don't they know I
0: thought they were possessed what's or, going, or God was
1: punishing them yeah. or something. They're they're praying to God, to the saints. They're calling out to people like, help me, you know, because they can't stop dancing.
0: Oh, my gosh. The dancers were calling out help me mm-hmm. as if they were being controlled by some other source.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because they couldn't figure out like what was going on they got the, the authorities the people in charge they got some physicians to come over but because this is the early 1500s the physicians didn't really know a lot of medical stuff it was a lot of kind of assumptions and kind of false
0: they didn't have such a big knowledge base like they yeah do now, there's this is so. this the
1: time when like leeching was thought to be helpful because yeah. of you know like humors and bad blood and bile you know stuff like that they kind of didn't really they didn't have any knowledge of well, psychosis would have been the thing they would be looking for. They didn't know anything about that. They um, also didn't really know anything about like germs necessarily other than people get sick when they stick their hands in feces. So probably don't do that. You know, (laughs) outside of that very obvious, you can tell correlation. They didn't really know a lot about like germs. That we take for granted. Yeah. So what they assigned, they thought, oh, it's hot blood. That's the thing. Their blood is overheated.
0: And so they have to move.
1: Which makes no sense. But, you know, at (laughs) the time, I'm sure they They had like, yeah, they had like a reasonable, like. So they, uh, they tried some ways to combat it. Some kind of weird ways. The main one was they made designated dancing areas.
0: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's (laughs) kind of funny. But they put cotton on the floor so people didn't. They, bleed.
1: they built some, well, they actually gave them red shoes probably because of that.
0: Red shoes. Yeah. They gave them specifically red shoes. Yeah.
1: Probably because of the blood. I don't know. I couldn't find any, this is why, Yeah. but I'm assuming it was because they didn't want the, the people to see that their feet were bleeding or whatever. Cause that's upsetting. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's true. And it could be that people, some people just didn't have shoes either. Maybe. That's true. Yeah. So maybe they just made sure they had shoes. I don't shoes, know but, how
1: common shoes were at that time. Know. Maybe, and,
0: maybe very common, but maybe they yeah. danced them off. Sir. Sure. Wow. Uh,
1: they built stages. They got they hired like some bands. You know, they, they like tried to I N- guess like
0: sort of normalize it. Like, I think they were trying like to context? get it
1: out of their system. I that's what my the vibe so I got from. Fascinating. it. Fascinating. They actually got unaffected people to dance with them. <laughs> which I don't know if they ended up getting affected as well, but you know, oh, it's what like if
0: they caught the plague while they were dancing with here, the people. <laughs> here's the problem.
1: Here's the problem with this, right? Instead of treating it like an actual plague and quarantining these people, they displayed it and put it in like where everyone can see it. And that caused it to spread even more because of how it, you know, how it works.
0: Ah, oh, that's fascinating. <laughs> it is. That is so fascinating. If they just, like you said, quarantine the people.
1: Mm-hmm. So, of course, at the time people were blaming, um, well, not blaming, but they were assigning the cause of it to God. Because, of course, it's a very religious time. People...
0: They must have assumed, I'm sorry, I interrupted you, but no, they, no, you're they must good. have assumed that the people who caught the quote unquote plague uh, had done something wrong and mm-hmm. God was punishing them or something like that, or God yeah. was punishing the community. Or, yeah,
1: for like the corrupt church or something like that. Because yeah. people, like, I think it was kind of an open secret how bad the church was. There was like one account. I, 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 kinda, I didn't really look too much into this because this is something that kind of was related in my peripheral vision so to speak uh-huh. while i was looking at this but apparently like one resident of Strasbourg actually got threatened by like a monk or something because he saw them carrying like ale into the church or something like that. you know he saw something he said it of and guy's like hey you don't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> wow that would be really disheartening it would yeah. it would um especially if you're super religious and super into like you know or being God and being holy, or trying to, and you got these guys who that's literally their job, yeah, and yeah. they're not
0: to help lead. Oh, my goodness!
1: Mm-hmm. There was also a saint, um, Saint Vitus. He had like a like a, I think it was like a shrine or something, like 30 miles outside of Strasbourg, so he's he, pretty related. He, but first of all, something you need to know about saints if you don't know this, their patronage, like what they're a saint of lawn lists like a lot of them are like multiple seemingly unconnected things like vitus is like the saint of a bunch of different towns and cities as well as oversleeping uh (laughs) you know that is a thing and like like dogs or something like that you know it's like a lot of stuff i don't quite know how they get assigned that or whatever it's interesting though but one of the things he's a saint of is epilepsy which i don't know if that was known at the time as as by that name yeah but you know if that's what he is. and so they thought maybe Saint Vitus. who Keep in mind, he's not alive at this point. You know, as like maybe he was a cause. You know, like his, I don't know how you say it, his spirit or something was war doing God's will, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So what they did was they took the dancers to the um to his shrine, thirty mile uh thirty miles. They're dancing the whole way. They like put them on like <laughs> wagons and stuff. You know, they're like, leading them. <laughs>
0: It's such a funny picture.
1: Yeah, I I know. It is. It is. It's it's, like
0: a parade almost. It is. Yeah. But it's
1: like. um, People
0: dancing on the. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Right. It's very, it's very bizarre.
0: It is bizarre. That's a good word for it. But
1: uh, it's, I think it speaks also to the psychological nature of it, how it was very much all in their heads. You know, because once that bug entered their brain that like, oh, this is God's punishment. That's causing these people to dance. Suddenly that you're dancing, <laughs> you yeah, know, because yeah. you think, well, and they I, just
0: kind of broke really under the stress, perhaps of the times. And
1: yeah, I mean,
0: I could see how that could happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. like this wasn't even the first case of mass um, hysteria or hallucination whatever in Strasbourg. Like, um, I don't remember when this was. It was before this, I think. Uh, some residents reported seeing like dead relatives walking around and stuff. Spooky. I know, right? Yeah, that's it's really
0: spooky. Yeah,
1: it is. Um, but, anyways, so what? So they
0: were headed to the shrine. They're
1: headed uh, to the shrine. Uh, what they did was they had, they conducted like a ceremony ritual. I don't know what you would call it. Um, but they did like a little, um, little vent, little get together. <laughs> and they had the dancers dance in a circle around St. Vitus's altar. Uh, they gave a penny and donation, each one. Which I didn't bother looking for because screw yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> it's a lot of work. No, normally I do pity. that, but I'm like, no. Yeah. Um, and that was that. They they stopped dancing. Oh um, my goodness! Right. Like they it, it cured them because they believed it would. Yeah. Um, yeah. because they thought That's Because they did this thirty mile trek. They yeah. did this thing. You know, it's like in their heads, in their minds, they thought, well, they I got rid of the curse because yeah. they put faith and belief in. Yeah um you know saints and god and stuff and that, that was so
0: fascinating mm. so all all of the dancing people ended up going there did they do it at the same time or in like uh, I, I, I don't it know just, I, I mean yeah.
1: i think it was like a procession so to speak uh-huh, uh-huh. i don't know if they did like hey
0: work bring in the rest yeah i don't know if and it this was like place that place over like a period of about a month or so yeah like weeks wow. to a month or so wow.
1: some people think that was like food poisoning or something like that like someone ate a bad mushroom or something yeah. but
0: which i could see that'd be, sir, that'd be that, a plausible that's, theory i think it's
1: more plausible than you know supernatural necessarily not saying that those type of things can't happen mm-hmm. but like just given what we know of you know the human body and the mind and stuff i yeah. think it's more likely that it was some hysteria there's probably i mean i'm sure someone was food poisoned <laughs> at the time but you know it's like i don't know if there was if that's like would be the cause necessarily yeah. not yeah. that i'm at any authority instead to talk. of the
0: power of suggestion mm-hmm. instead of just the power of suggestion yeah. it could have been uh, helped along by some hallucinogen or something
1: yeah it's 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 quite possible there's another similar event to kind of it's a very similar in how it played out i wanted to talk about it in order to like because I thought this was so interesting. Yeah. Like this.
0: But before you start talking about that, sir. can I ask you a question about this particular one? Oh, yeah, about? of course. So. Sorry. I mean, it was 500 years ago. So where <laughs> did the, where did the records come from? Like did, did a lot of times churches kept records? Yeah. Like, you know, like you said, there's no Wikipedia. There's no like.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll, history good, book. Great or, question. I think a lot of the records came from, because the authorities got involved, like the magistrates and stuff sent for physicians and stuff like that. And there were also people traveling through Strasbourg at the time. Mm. I hope I'm pronouncing Strasbourg right, by the way, because it's too late to stop now. (laughs) Um, But they, you know, like merchants and stuff. Uh And they also made note of it. Um,
0: okay. That's interesting. I know, especially if the government's involved, there's going to be some note keeping yeah, like, systems and stuff like that. Um,
1: okay. Especially if there's like a, a sickness or something like yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. that's how
1: I also, we know that, oh yeah, there's also almost a hail storms and stuff like that.
0: Right. You know, a like lot of other of biblical it. style yes. yeah. events. Yeah. That's right. we, okay. All right. That's good. I just had that little, little no, question. So totally fine. Tell me about the other similar.
1: Yeah. And it, it was so fascinating to me that I looked up, okay, has this happened elsewhere? And it has. And one of the, the big ones, are big, one of the ones that the Wikipedia page directed me to, <laughs> I said, I said, I said <laughs> clarify. This was in 1962, so a lot more recent. It was in, I'm going to make an attempt to pronounce, I'm, I say that a lot, but Tangaika? Tangika? It no longer exists. It's an African country.
0: Oh, gosh. I wouldn't have it. I don't know many people that would know whether or not you're pronouncing Mm -hmm. that It's
1: Today, um, it happened in a village of Kasasa, which today is part of Tanzania,
0: Um,
1: just to kind of like, I don't know if you know. I'm not very good at African geography.
0: Yeah, me either. I'll be the
1: first to admit. But regardless, the point is, like, what happened was it was a, a girls' boarding school, and you're like, well, what was the stress like? What caused it? Well, uh, their country had just gained their independence, and a lot of like, because this affected students mainly, not so much the staff or adults, but a lot of the students. There's tremendous pressure something put on them to do well, both by family members and also like the education system, and it was basically a laughing epidemic. Instead oh, of dancing, it was gosh. laughing, and they couldn't stop. Yeah, which is. Horrifying. <laughs>
0: yes. Oh my gosh.
1: Uh both to them and to people around them, I I'm think sure. I've
0: heard something like that before. Not sort of collectively, but I've definitely heard people who have like a tick or something where they're mm-hmm. it's like uh laugh, they just they just can't control the laughter. Yeah,
1: no, that is a thing. I think this is slightly different. Um yeah. but no, that is a um no, that is a thing. Last year, because we're recording this 2020. Um this week out 2020, but whatever. Uh if you're listening to this in the future. Uh, last year, 2019, there was um the Joker movie, and uh, the Joaquin Phoenix he portrayed the titular character with having that a f- uh, particular affliction. Mm. Like it's a real thing; mm-hmm. it's like yeah. an uncontrollable, uh, kind of spasmic.
0: Right, right. Thing. So that's like a physical thing that actually occurs, yeah. and and it it's not something that you can catch from standing next to somebody no. else. So, but in 1962, in Africa these girls, more than one of them would mm-hmm. just. Yeah. So laugh.
1: it started January 30th. It spread like there was like three stars, three students started doing it and it spread throughout the school. They had to eventually shut the school down.
0: Oh my god! Uh, because
1: what was happening was that it was, they couldn't pay attention to their studies. First of all, like that was, I think the main practicality. Oh, it. For right
0: for staff to be like, what is yeah, so going on?
1: It was actually, it took a while before it shut down and sat down March 18th. So like a month or so later out of the 159 students, it affected 95 of them Mm. Um, and were aides like 12 to 15. So that age group, you Uh know, those are, so the, the laughter, I think it, I think it varied. Like sometimes it was just like a few hours and I think the longest one was 16 days, something like that. It sounds miserable, honestly. Yeah. Again, like staff unaffected. I didn't know what was going on. The student How body, though, was, yeah.
0: really strange. Then it started
1: to spread. Outside of the school? <laughs> Outside of the school, yeah. And it went to, like, a nearby village where some of the students lived. Uh, I had a name written down. I can't pronounce it. nasamba Something like that.
0: What was? did they have a name for this? Like, it's, the first was the Dancing Plague. Did they have a name D- this for this This one's called the
1: was... Laughter Epidemic. Laughter uh, Epidemic. Uh, yeah.
0: So it's spreading outside the yeah. school into the
1: yeah. village. During like the April May portion of the year, another 217 young people were affected. It was all young, younger people. It wasn't like adults.
0: So astonishing.
1: Yeah. And I think there's also been of not knowing how to handle it because the school at one point opened up again and then closed again. Like not like you know, it's like there weren't really
0: Gosh.
1: sure how to respond to this. Yeah. It actually the schools actually sued at one point for allowing it to spread. It's I don't know if they had any hand in in that but yeah i mean how would
0: you how How would would you you handle that yeah
1: right come on this is 1962 as well so it was a lot more recently but at the same time far enough in the past that like people really wouldn't necessarily have like a good
0: what did yeah but what did people in the 60s what were some of the reasons they thought that it was happening did they immediately go to stress and this sort of mass hysteria Thing or did they uh, anybody I don't, suspect
1: I, I i'm sure there was some like you know speculation s- speculation and, about supernatural things or whatever yeah. i don't know Or In maybe s-
0: drugs or something maybe drugs something like that people.
1: yeah i don't know i didn't find too much yeah. causes or theories on that one mm-hmm. but it was like it was enough to be newsworthy yeah you know? gosh
0: i'm so glad i haven't Been witnessed anything like that? I think it was pretty
1: freaky. After 18 months, it it died off the the laughter epidemic. It went away. And it wasn't just laughter. I mean, a lot of these um, were probably because of the laughter and what laughter does to your body. But people, there were actually, I have like a quote here, but people were there, like reports of it had descriptions of there was also fainting, flatulence, respiratory problems. You know crying rasses screaming some of those are just like freaking out yeah but others are like you know yeah like air problems because a lot <laughs> of it, you know
0: what i mean
1: <laughs> now not to laugh but you know yeah. what i mean it's like it's it's So oh,
0: they were comorbid conditions yeah yeah you know that's what happens know. i
1: don't know i've never laughed so hard that i farted but i'm sure it ha- it's a thing
0: Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. So, so is there, are you going to tell me another example or, or
1: oh, this is like the this is the main one? But
0: oh, if, I, I, I'm sorry, yeah, I was just going to say I'm sorry. I should just let you keep talking, but I've been no. thinking this. I didn't know when to jump in. No, 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 it's good. So we had dancing first and then laughing second, yes. and I'm, and typically those are things that we do when we're happy or you know they're joyful mm-hmm. things. And here they've turned into this sort of creepy, uh, unfortunate, yeah. you know, events. And so I'm just. I'm wondering I, if I
1: don't know if there's any. That's a good point. I didn't really think about it. I don't know if there's any correlation between like what we associate those as, yeah. and it. It could have just been like you know,
0: like what if instead of dancing, people just started running, like yeah. you just like ran into
1: walls and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just
0: kept running or something. is like you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's interesting that it is that it's dancing and laughing, and not some other mm-hmm. physical activity
1: yeah i mean um i imagine like going back to like the john ham narration thing like another example he gave of it was like having a nervous tick or -hmm. or something like that where like like you would like a muscle spasm or something and then pretty soon like the whole town's doing the same muscle spasm you know it's (laughs) like you know it's like uh i don't know if it's because of like a psychological like well laughing dancing's happy or if it is just like a something else, I it's can't really like tell. It's just like the release.
0: Like if you're if you're stressed out, and I'm trying to think of an, like an example of like if you have an inner tube or something that's pumped up really really tight, full of air, mm-hmm. and then you pull the little plug, or you you know you start to release the air, the yeah. air is going to come out. It's going to release the pressure that's inside. So it, for a person, if you're stressed out and all you know tight and knots inside, I can see how that would lead to some sort of release and how laughter and dancing is a release, even if it's not appropriately metered, you know, coming out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, absolutely. No, I think there's probably some real truth to that. And the only reason I think that's because it makes sense to me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like I'm not, I'm not an expert on, on psychology or anything. I took a a class on it. That's about it. But it's um, yeah, it's really interesting. Real quick, the final count for the laughing epidemic: fourteen schools were shut down and a thousand people were affected. Wow. Though I don't think there was any deaths or anything like that. It was just kind of a crappy.
0: That is so crazy. Illness. Fourteen schools were shut down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So it. I don't That's know a, how.
0: It's a big deal. I mean, right now we're living in a time or through a time where schools have been shut down, mm-hmm. and I mean, at least now we've got the technology to kind of keep the education rolling in yeah. some form, but. It's an interesting parallel to that. You know, it is. I wasn't,
1: down. that wasn't on my mind when I choose the topic, but that's a good comparison or connection rather to make, you know, between this stuff and COVID. Yeah.
0: Did you have a third? Uh, uh
1: No, oh, it was I'm a sorry. lot of, no, 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 it's good. It's good. There, there's a lot of like, I was looking for stuff that was like interesting, you know, and some stuff was just kind of like, I don't know if I can do this justice or whatever. Yeah. And, what have you, but I chose specifically a dancing plague, but this kind of event, I chose it because I thought one, that's really interesting. That's fascinating. And, uh, two, it's, I don't hear talked about too much.
0: Yeah. I really had never mm-hmm. heard of the dancing plague before yeah. or the laughing, what was it called?
1: Uh, the laughing epidemic. The
0: laugh, laughing epidemic. Laughter yeah. After epidemic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Well, yeah, well, the laughter epidemic was in Africa, so we don't usually hear too much outside of like super big things. We don't usually hear too much about yeah. that continent over here in the States. But yeah, it, this is a strange, crazy thing with like psychology and something that I find really interesting. And it's also shows, at least in my mind, and I don't mean to get too existential here, but it shows how like our perceptions of reality. You know, can be kind of screwy sometimes.
0: And influential on our lives. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um,
1: Because it's like the dancing plague was psychological. Like they thought they were cursed. So they acted like they were cursed. And then when they thought that they were cured, they were cured. It's like there was nothing physically wrong with them. It was all just like a a mental almost break.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. A mental break. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting. I'm thinking on a much smaller scale, it reminds me of a story when I was in high school and I was in the band and for some reason we had some girl faint. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually there wasn't some reason I think she wasn't eating or something, you sure. know, um, and she fainted. And then like within the next week, two other girls fainted Yeah. for, I don't know, probably similar reasons, I'm guessing uh, physically, but sure. it was kind of this little wave of people fainting where it was like, where is this coming from? Like, yeah. why is this, you know, happening, and I think that we do feed off the people that are around us.
1: Yeah, I um, I did also just now while sitting here, I did think of another like sort of famous example of this. I don't know if it's necessarily the same exact thing because the circumstances are very different. Uh, in that, it only really affected one family, but back in like 2016 or so, like a couple years ago in Australia, there was a family Trump. I think something like that. Um, But basically they lived on a farm. It was like a couple, grown son and like two daughters. Uh, One of which I think was like an adult. They packed up and left and like just drove. And people aren't sure why they did that. They were found eventually and they can't really recall why they left. Um, And like all, like the house was all like things, like they were searching for something, like things were stacked up and stuff. They didn't take their cell phones they didn't take like their their credit cards it was like just this really strange kind of like mass like we yeah. gotta get out yeah. of here but they don't really or at least they according to them they can't really explain why they did that yeah and some people think outside of more outlandish theories about like mafia or whatever they, you they know. were really
0: trying to get away fast. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: outside of like you know was swamp gas and the or whatever underground gases or something you know some people think that it was just like because they were isolated on a farm and mm-hmm. you know like someone starts saying something and then regardless of where the delusion or the hysteria starts, it spreads amongst like such a small population isolated population until pretty soon like that's like the thing yeah
0: uh, isn't, that's just amazing. Yeah. I actually remember you telling me about that oh, okay. family um some time ago probably yeah. uh, oh that's so. Fascinating, and it makes me think also back to um what makes me think of a couple of different things. But the story of the Bermuda Triangle.
1: Yeah, the yeah we we did we post that one. Well, that one got canceled. We had to scrap that one. Yeah, but you were telling
0: me about how the airplanes. Flight yeah, nineteen. Yeah, flight nineteen. That yeah. So we may actually re. We may re- do record that, one. that one someday. Maybe but, at some point in but the future. I was confused during that one. Why you know the. It's kind of like lock, stock, and barrel. All of them mm-hmm. were mutually confused. You know, there wasn't yeah. like one of them that said, Hey, why don't we anyway, that's really another thing. But um sure. talking about perception and, you know, what your thoughts are. And, you know, when people start to get scared too. I mean, stress levels go up. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember when I was babysitting one time and I thought for sure I'd heard something outside and I thought I saw a car outside and before you know it, I'm hiding in the bathroom because I'm certain somebody's gonna break into the house mm-hmm. and and,
1: uh, oh yeah, your mind yeah. Can just Your mind can
0: you. really play some tricks that's, on you That's so.
1: why um, people, especially younger kids Are so frightened of the dark Is because you have low visibility And all you can see is like vague shapes of stuff. You know, it's like the classic trope where like you think you see like a gnome or something sitting in its hair. You turn the light, and it's a bundle of clothes. Yeah, but you know. But in the then, dark, like it, with it that
0: like... family too. So if one person started to feel like you know a little Unsafe bit, or yeah, or something, then I paranoid. could see how you know, and then you start to point out quote unquote evidence of why whatever. Then yeah, yeah. E-
1: especially like because. Humans are pattern-seeking animals by nature, because we had to be. We had yeah. to tell, like, oh, there's a predator hiding in that bush or Safety. whatever. Yeah. yeah. We had to be able to distinguish, like, when something wasn't right. And we never lost that. So that's why conspiracy theories are such a thing, because we see a bunch of coincidences, quote-unquote, uh, and we think that, like, oh, well, they have to be related somehow. And pretty soon, like you start seeing danger where they may or may not be. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Danger. Cause
0: you're trying to discern a pattern from something where there's, there's just anomalies.
1: Yeah. And it's, impo- well, I don't know if it's impossible, but it's very difficult, let's say for people to not look for patterns, like just subconsciously.
0: I can see that. Cause there's a lot of security in. You
1: know. Yeah, no, absolutely. But it leads to a lot of paranoia. Yeah. And I say that as someone who is very paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's not a nice place to be, right? No, it's it not isn't. nice to, to be paranoid or No, it's of, like
1: you know. uh off topic, but whatever. It's, it's more on topic than not. Uh the um like when I'm home alone sometimes, like when we live back in Florida, you guys would go out to something. I would be home with the dogs and well, one of them would just be staring out the window, like into <laughs> the darkness. And I'm like, no, nope, don't like that. <laughs> you know, it's probably nothing. It's probably like a squirrel or something. Or she heard yeah. like like a lizard moving in the bushes or something, whatever it is. It's but our p-
0: instincts kind of kick in and go, you know, what could that be? Yeah, because you know? I
1: can't see anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's real quiet. Like if I was going to get God, this would be the time. <laughs> <Kind> <laughs> yeah. of. And yeah. I can totally see how in a different circumstance, people would like a whole population would just start acting very irrational.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. And speaking of irrational and tying it back into today, what we're going through with this pandemic. Mm-hmm you know, and the mass hysteria where we, we experienced, right. With the um, hoarding of goods and supplies when there's yeah. not really any, there's no issue with the supply no, chain. There's still no being made issue and still with distribution, but it's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. But people are panicked. And w- once one person starts to panic, and I was just talking about this with my brother yesterday, oh, yeah. but you start, you know, if one person does it, then it's, other people want to also do the same because they worry about, themselves you know, the, the finite yeah the finite um accessibility to um resources yeah so you start to you know that's the thing i mean that's that's a little different than just dancing but i can see i can see how it's that's like influence like we influence each other yeah it's
1: like the same energy or same idea mm-hmm. rather or like the um yeah you know i feel like going in circles right now yeah. but you know what i mean yeah. We're yeah. like basically we impact nothing's just in a void. i've always said that and it's very true but people impact each other and other people impact you in in a lot of ways you don't even register yeah um because there's a lot of subtle things
0: yeah so to get out my mom's soapbox here (laughs) this is where i've been thinking a couple times as thoughts come to mind throughout the course of this um episode so far is is the importance of watching like your internal
1: thoughts yeah
0: you know the conversation you have inside your head like mm-hmm. you're, you know, just being positive, being, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, just, you know, keeping track of your own mental oh, yeah. health is really, it's really super important. important. Yeah. And
1: it's something that for a, a good portion of history, like that's a relatively new idea, seriously, concerning mental health. yeah. Uh, like, I don't remember which Star Trek show it was, but one of the Star Trek shows from like the eighties and nineties, you know, next generation era. I can't remember if it was, D space nine or Voyager or what, but they had a therapist like uh, on board, and at the time people were like, "That's kind of why you know that's kind of still you know I oh, does not seem very mentally seeing a therapist or whatever whatever <laughs> yeah. the criticism was." Nowadays it's like, "Well, yeah, like why wouldn't you like that's the um that'd be like a required thing, you know?" Uh, so
0: fascinating how things change over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes it all interesting, does not it? it? Does yeah. yeah. Well,
1: that's why kind of taking a step back for a bit out of the weeds, but that's why I'm so interested in history is because you can really, when you really look at it, you can see like, like how things kind of came to be, you know, slowly, but surely, how our world that we currently live in, you know, came about and it wasn't all at once and it wasn't all, uh, you know, in terms of civilization, right. It wasn't all at once. And it wasn't like one particular thing. It was a bunch of little things that led up to where we are now. That
0: just molded. Mm -hmm. you know, society. And and you can almost do some predictions, although we won't, but you can almost (laughs) do some predictions that, you know, about the way things are going, you know, based on just like you said, with the therapist, you know, and it it seems like things change faster and faster as, Mm -hmm. as we go along. So, but it's, it is fascinating to, uh, to learn about history. So thanks so much for sharing this one. This was a really, I had no idea such a thing did, yeah, yeah so that was very interesting yeah
1: well thank you. i'm glad you enjoyed it. i hope our audience enjoyed it so um, i was a little weird and abstract this week <laughs> yeah
0: i loved it though i actually i actually really liked weird and abstract this week what what's
1: coming up next week what's coming up next week is and it's funny because i had to make a promise myself while starting <laughs> this to not make this an unsolved mysteries podcast yes because that's, they're so fascinating they're so fascinating but it's also like i didn't want to a, limit ourselves, uh-huh. but B, uh, a lot of unsolved mysteries are really dark. And I don't want to be like get two months into the, like dark stuff necessarily because yeah. it's a I bit can't of a downer. It. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. But this unsolved mystery we're going to talk about next week is about a very mysterious and very odd book called the Voyance Manuscript.
0: The Voyance Manuscript.
1: I think that's how you pronounce it. Okay. V o i n i c a t s.
0: N i voinit. Voinit. I don't know. Before we start to record that one, we're gonna look it up and figure it out. <laughs>
1: we'll we'll have a pronunciation next week. I that?
0: that sounds awesome. I, that's something I've never heard of. Yeah. So I'm totally down for learning about that unsolved totally. mystery. Absolutely. Awesome.
1: Uh, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll dive into that next week, but. uh yeah, hope, uh hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode.
0: That's right. Thanks so much for joining us. We're, we're happy every time you do. Please don't forget to share um, our little History Slices podcast with your friends if you've enjoyed yourselves, and we'll see you next week. Bye.